And now for something completely different. Four, three, two, one. Hi. Welcome to the future. Remember, no guts, no galaxy. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast number 153. We are your host, Phil and Darren. Today is December 21st, 2016. I'd like to give a quick shout out to Mama Beard. How you doing, man? Mama Beard, Mama Bear, Mama Beard. I'm doing really well. I'm very excited uh, for today's podcast. This is our last podcast, obviously, before the holidays. Um, then we'll be taking a little break, a couple weeks or something like that. Um, but we have a very special guest in the house tonight. And also, there's a lot of Star Wars energy going around. So it's like a exciting sci-fi time right now. Um, but just on that note, going to say real quickly, the best way to get yourself banned from chat is to spoil in any way whatsoever Rogue One. I have not seen it yet. And I'm sure others out there haven't either. So do not, do not spoil Rogue One. But anyway, let's get right to the 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 uh, the big, the the beef of the podcast, the uh, the, the meat man, of the podcast, the, myth, the man the himself. I'm, yeah, I'm, who we got to hang out with recently? Yes, I did. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna break this to you, Jordan. Um, I was totally geeking out when you standing next to me. I don't know if you watched that part again, but. Um, <laughs> It was great finally meeting you, and uh, I just want to say thank you again for creating Battletech. Uh, you know, yeah, right? <laughs> well, I got. I mean, look at that. Metcon was such an experience. Uh, it was great. Hey, meeting you in person was fantastic, and and, and getting to meet so many other uh, fans of the game and other fellow players. And I got to say, I you know, hats off uh, to a lot of guys. They they just did hell of that just really. Uh, it was a great venue, and I thought uh, you know everything from the food to the AV was all great. Um, but to me, the most most personally touching thing was getting to talk to so many fans who you know who've had such long experiences with the property, and, and uh, that that really uh, really wraps me up for making it. Okay, so Phil, I'm assuming uh, you're hearing some of the audio issue, yeah? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I think he's a little bit away from his mic and that's all it is. Okay. Um, we're, we're yeah. catching the, the majority of that. We could definitely see your enthusiasm for your time up there, but basically, I think that'll work uh, better. He, he pulled it closer. Okay. I, is, that, is that any better? Oh yeah. Yes. Much, much 100%. better. Now repeat it, it word like for word what you just said. <laughs> okay. Now, the synopsization is, wow, it was great meeting all of you guys. Yes. Yeah, it, no, it was. I mean, for all of us, I think that was the biggest thing was getting to meet uh, the community. Um, that was it was my biggest. Uh, it was it was what made me the happiest was getting to meet people, hear their stories, where they're from, when they came into the franchise, and so forth. But it was also kind of for me personally uh, my most frustrating thing because I didn't get enough time to sit down with people individually and and talk to them. I felt uh, there was so much stuff going on the whole time. But what an amazing community um, that basically. We could just thank you for it, Jordan. Um. <laughs> and, and, well, hold on. I guess we should probably do, for those that may not know, this is Jordan Wiseman, the creator of Battletech and the godfather himself. This guy, literally, he is the guy that if you've... Whether you, whether you came in with the, with the tabletop, whether you got into the novels, the card game, uh, video games, whatever, whatever your entry point was... This is the guy right here. This is the man to thank. We appreciate that, but I, I really would actually say that it's you, the fans, uh, and and hundreds and hundreds of contributors over the last thirty-five years that have made uh, Battletech. You know, yeah. 
I had the fun of creation. And after that, you know, <laughs> it was, uh, was on all of us together. You know, I was going to say, that's sort of the, the unique aspect, too, of Battletech and how we all have our own stories of how some of them are similar. Um, I know, uh, again, uh, me coming into Battletech because of the novels, and then it spurred into multiplayer Battletech and running a $300 bill on AOL to, wow. you know, getting into... I mean, and that's, you know... Uh, and then you've got Darren, who started a little bit before. I mean, uh, Robotech. And then he got into Battletech. And, you know, that sort of hey, crossover... Hey. Battle droids, battle droids, buddy. Robo, <laughs> Macross, they're, I don't know, whatever the things are. No, it's been it's been a great thing for all of us. And uh, MechCon was just an amazing time for us all. Basically, like I was saying before, a family reunion uh, and get to hang out with everybody in, you know, every facet of the franchise. It was great to have Catalyst there. And uh, obviously, Battletech, which is something that we're all, I'm sure, every single person in chat here, super excited. Can't wait for 2017 uh, when the backer beta opens. Um, but speaking of Battletech, you guys did just put out another, um, I think it was the, 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 the backer update or yeah, whatever. Starter. Yeah. An update and, uh, and uh, put a couple of little teasing little gifts in there. Oh, man. Talk about teasing. So. <laughs> How long has it been since we've seen these mechs actually doing melee of any, you know? Never. <laughs> yeah. Never. I mean, In your mind? Mech, the last time a mech threw a punch on a video game, it was in Crescent Hawk's Revenge, and it was the word punch. <laughs> I was going to say, is so, there even anything in the, the cartoons where there was physical attacks? I'm trying uh, to remember. Yeah, there, yeah, there was in the cartoons. There was in the cartoons. Um, oh, and, yeah. and on a tabletop in our minds, in our of mind's course, eye. Of course, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's ultimately kind of what we're building, in, you know, with uh, Battletech game is like, you know, kind of what was on the table, what was in my mind when we were doing the tabletop 35 years ago, we're now able to put on screen. Yeah, if you haven't yeah. seen those, if you haven't seen the animated GIFs, I did just post the link in chat for you guys. Um, so you've got a few different uh, pictures. you got the Atlas, which, oh man, just look at that. Oh, <laughs> Love that. But you got a few different uh, angles and a few different mechs doing it. I have to say, your team did an amazing job. Just the whole animation from the wind-up and, and kind of, you know, the stance of going in and, and showing that there's, you know, 50 to 100 tons of power coming with that punch. Yeah, uh, Holly, Holly is, the, is the lead animator on the project, and she has just done a fantastic job. It's just, it is a challenge anytime you're dealing with uh, with mechs uh, to, to convey that that mass because it, you know especially when you're dealing with a game which has kind of a top-down view they can come off the toy line if the animators are you get that sense of scale i don't know why but his audio like fades out this is so weird it's it, it might be internet it might be internet yeah it might be skype um this is why we hate skype we normally use the computer. but it, it it is what it is we're getting the message for the most part um but uh, yeah, I, I can already see within chat we're going to start getting a lot of people requesting that um, you know that PGI create for finally create the Axe Man, the Hatchet Man, just so that it can show up <laughs> in BattleTech well, now I, that we and, have a good looking melee. And that's been one of the things that like we've talked about is that you don't want melee going into a game unless it's going to look like, like it, this. Like this. Exactly. That it works. And it works fantastic in a turn-based strategy, sort of, right? Because you've got the, do you actually connect? If it does, then you've got whatever animation and effects that happen. Oh, it doesn't connect. Well, then does the 
do the mechs have animations for missing? And of course, that one has the centurion like stepping back, like he gets out of the way, and it looks fantastic. And you're like, holy shit, you know, uh, swing and a miss. Oh, he doesn't have arms. He's going to head bump them or shoulder bump, you know, like. And uh, I really liked the post because it, it it broke down what the difficulties were just from like initial thoughts as far as like, oh yeah, let's get melee. And then it was like, well. What happens if the mech doesn't have arms? What happens if it misses? What happens if it uh, hits a larger mech? And what's the effect to the larger versus, you know, and then what about the pilot? And reading through that entire thing was, it was pretty interesting because it gives an insight to the design aspect where it's not just as easy of just saying, oh yeah, we'll do it. And Exactly. And, and it, you know, it's one of the reasons that it hasn't been done before because it's pretty daunting. Yeah. No, I agree. And then that's the reason why it's not in MWO. I mean, uh, we have people internally in uh, at Piranha that bug the uh, engineers and so forth constantly for Melee, Alex Iglesias being one of them. And the bottom line is we can't put them in the game without it looking like rock'em, sock'em robots or whatever. Um, but you guys have done it. I just saw the image again of the commando headbutting head the buddy. Atlas from behind. <laughs> it's all funny games until you get dick punched by a commando in an Atlas. <laughs> and then what, you know, like that's, that's going to be on the internet for the rest of, you know, your life. So thank God. Thank God. <laughs> that, um, you know, so even, even mechs that start with arms, you know, sometimes lose them. Yes. Uh, and yes. you do get this kind of black knight phenomena, you know, <laughs> it's like, what are you going to do? Just, you know, come bleed on me, you know, but you can headbutt and they <laughs> kick. Uh, and it gets, it gets, it's like, yeah, it's not over till the fat lady sing. Yeah. And of course, you're referring to Monty Python, not the actual Black Knight uh, mech, but. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. No, this is beautiful. And I just want to say thank you, Jordan, and thank your team for bringing Melee back to, uh, to Battletech. Um, you know, seri- on the serious note, you guys did a phenomenal job. You guys totally, uh, you know, hit this one out of the park. And it's going to be a great addition to the game uh, that we're all very, very excited to play. And it's obviously. funny, we were, I was streaming last night and uh, uh, we were talking about the gifts and someone would jokingly was like, you know, it's all fun and games until uh, someone picks up your mech's arm that they just blew off of you and then beats and you with you it or like <laughs> picks up an entire commando or locust and then starts using that against you. But uh, speaking of which, are you going, I don't know. If, are you going to be able to like pick up objects and use those as, as weapons? Is that something? No, that that that's that's still out of scope. Uh, you know, maybe in the future, but but certainly not in, in uh, this release. Of the game. That's, uh, well, you know, you, we have to uh, we have to draw the line someplace. You give an inch, and these kids they right. want to take a mile. No, I, you know, it's, it's about because the only reason is I <laughs> I, I bring up like what happens about the Axemen or. Uh, uh, um, you know, are they going to introduce any mechs that uh, aren't in MWO because MWO doesn't have uh, melee, but you want that particular mech in the game, right? So I didn't know if that was that was something. I, I, I would, here's here's my suggestion. Uh, let's all make you know. Let's everybody buy this. If you haven't backed it yet, you can still get in there and back it. Uh, once it comes out, let's uh, let all of our family and friends know about it and make it such a successful game that the next one will come out and then maybe. If we get lucky, we'll be able to pick up uh, appendages or buildings or whatever Phil wants and and hit each other you know, with them. I mean, you, sometimes you just gotta stomp on a tank or or DFA someone. You know, I, and you guys talked about DFA, so I'm actually looking forward to you know seeing gifts of that too. Uh, so. The DFA's are sweet. Oh yeah, my god! Be in a future update, but they're sweet. Awesome. Oh, I'm sure. Was playing a scenario earlier today and uh, uh, and ended in in the appropriate way with the DFA coming down right on the top of it. Yes. Caving in the 
the head of the mech. It was gorgeous. <laughs> that is cool. So is there anything else that you can let us know about the recent uh, update is, other than the Melee? Was there anything else um, that you wanted to get into, or was Melee the pretty much the highlight? That's, that was really the, the headline. You know, everything else was kind of a laundry list of here's, hey, we've been busy. Um, Which is and, a lot, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, you know, an update about MechCon. That, those were the big deals. And then, and then you know, also the announcement that we finally uh, were able to uh, con uh, conclude the deal on merchandise and, and start to uh, do our first offer on uh, merchandise program. Well, we're not going to let you get away without talking about that merchandise a little bit. Um, and we got to see it at MechCon live with the atlas which was pretty yeah. pretty amazing i have to say so the the atlas resin statue um first of all i'll let everybody know battletechgear.com i'm going to drop this in chat as well if you haven't checked this out this was uh teased uh, a little bit uh, post metcon but it was kind of you guys were testing the site and so forth um it is fully up now you can uh, basically pre-order any of these things, the four things, it's the Atlas resin statue, the clan banner set, the inner sphere banner set, and the hooded t-shirts, which everything just looks, um, you know, like incredible quality. You guys put a lot of thought into what you did put on the store, obviously, because there was, you know, only a limited amount of what you could put in there. Everything is high quality. Um, and you, the pre-orders are obviously well underway. You've got, it looks yeah. like. Great uh, response so far. Yeah, incredible response. You've got 221 of the Atlases already ordered. That's, you know, that's a $195 product. Um, and 506 of the T-shirts. The so this is well underway. If you guys want to, uh, you know, take part. Basically, this hasn't happened in how long where there's been official Battletech gear. Uh, I don't know. You know, I think it's, I don't know, maybe all the way back to the FASA days uh, in, in any kind of, you know, significant way. And, and there's a big difference, like you were saying, you know, uh, we really wanted to do something that was much more uh, substantial, make sure that anything that we offered was going to be, you know, really high quality. So so even like that T-shirt, it's all, you know, custom sewn. It's got all these wonderful details all around of it so that it, you know, it's, it's a special piece. We didn't want to just kind of do logo slap, you know, stuff. Sure. And, and that's actually the first thing that I, when I looked at this, I was like, OK, Atlas is probably out of my scope. But I can probably squeak the the hooded T-shirt. I totally dig. I'm a huge clan wolf. Uh, oh, speaking of which, uh oh, look Atlas. at that. <laughs> Is that like? All right, come on. You, you you want that, Phil? Come on, look at that. Well, as I was, no, as I was telling Phil, it's not Bill, about wants but... and needs. It's like I I I want it and I need it, but then my wallet doesn't need it. Uh, I, I know. It, that that is, you know, I mean, we wanted to make this guy really special, but but he is really. It's expensive. There's no question about it. He's competitive with similar scale and detail figures that you see from dc or marvel um but i was actually you know, expecting a bigger price tag actually and it's funny because you've had some like there was people that are like oh it shouldn't be that expensive one if you've never dealt in 3d printing and or resin uh 195 dollars actually isn't much remember uh what was it the uh armor cast the the resin kits they had way back when of the the timberwolf mad dog um um you can tell he's big yeah, that is a, and that is the same one that we saw at Metcon, right? It is, yeah. That's the Paint Master. Uh, just a little bit of information um, about this. Let's see. This is... The striker that he's stepping on down here. I'm just looking. It says the... Um, okay, so a lot of people involved in this, and maybe you can kind of let us know. It's It says, Mari Wise's amazing 
sculpture is based on Evan Halem's model created from Alex Iglesias' reimagining of Dwayne Luce's original design. A lot of people get 35 years, right? Yeah, so so Dwayne Luce, um, who is a concept artist that I worked with for many years uh, on the early battle, the early days of BattleTech, an enormously talented. So weird, it like fades out. Sorry, I don't, I don't know why. Like, damn Skype, Um, why does it do this? I'll keep the sentences shorter. Yeah. Uh, So, so Dwayne Luce, um, uh, who was a concept artist. Mm done uh, a lot of the early mech designs, like the Hatchet Man, uh, Axe Man, and, uh, and the Atlas. Um, and so his, he did the original drawings. And then, uh, you know, Alex Oprah. Cutting out again, but basically what you're getting at is that Dwayne Luce did the original concept art, uh, so he is the person responsible for us having an atlas and the look of the atlas, that skull uh, head, and 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 basically one of the most iconic mechs in BattleTech and Mech Warrior. Um, and then obviously Alex Iglesias reimagined it, yep. pretty close to the original. And then we have Matt Di, Di Pietro. Yeah, so he he's uh, one of the artists at uh, Piranha who modeled uh, the the game model for Piranha. Right. And then uh, our guy, uh, Mori, is a, uh, is a brilliant sculptor. He did all the uh, sculpts for uh, Golem Arcana and, uh, and is one of our lead sculptors. So he's, he's doing a lot of the uh, vehicle design um, uh, and character design that's in Battletech. Uh, and so he took uh, the game model and way up it uh, into this detail. Every- I think I may have a fix for this. <laughs> Okay, you just cut out right there, but we got most of what you said there. Um, I'm just going to continue, and then you can interrupt over me. Uh, also, you can, it looks like you can select your faction logos for the Atlas. Um, and if, so you if can... You want, if you want one, or you can get mm-hmm. it with... with or with none. Or none, yeah. Yeah, and now this is is super high quality, painted very well. Again, we, we did see it at uh, Metcon. Uh, amazing detail. Uh, it's battle-worn. I mean, the thing looks like it, you know, just went through a battle and and is, uh, like you said, kind of cleaning up the uh, the battlefield and, and salvaging and so forth. But again, I'm going to say um, super worth it just for myself. Like when I, this first came out as, as being available, I said, you know, obviously I want it, um, but I didn't have, I, I couldn't, necessarily afford it but i do uh i think i'm going to change my mind i basically told my wife i didn't <laughs> want anything for christmas but i'm gonna i'm gonna go back on that and tell her there is something um but th- this is your it looks like you're doing a minimum order so this is a pre-order type situation you're looking for a thousand minimum out there so i'm going to say uh from the bottom of my heart people out there let support this you know whether it's the the, the atlas or the uh the banners or the t-shirts we need to put uh, as much effort into supporting this as we can, because like we mentioned earlier, it has been a very long time since there's been official Battletech gear. And if we want this to continue, then we need to, you know, show that there's a market in for it and so forth. Um, go ahead, Jordan. I know. I, I deeply appreciate that. Um, I mean, I think we want to make cool, really cool stuff that, you know, delivers good value on money. Um, and that also helps us make, you know, the Battletech video game even better, right? Because that's where, that's where the money goes to. Well, and I think uh, another thing we've always uh, talked about, which is um, art consistency. Uh, and now, obviously, that's one thing you guys are doing across the board with all the products, which is super amazing. But also, the first like merchandise, like you can actually rock out 
you know, with Clan Wolf, you know, uh, uh, Ghost Bear, uh, Smokejack, Jade Falcon, and Nova Cat, and all those, and actually have official Battletech gear. Um, now, can you talk about maybe uh, how is this going to work uh, after this uh, January fifteenth? Are you guys going to extend it, maybe, or is it just hey, hard cut? We didn't get the goal, and then we're going to transition to the next. Yeah, that that's the thought. Is that you know we give people a month to uh, to kind of vote with their dollars. Uh, if they like this thing, um, then and and we can make enough of it to to make it um, uh, worthwhile and and you know get the the volume right for the manufacturing costs, um, then we make it. If not, uh, then we'll go on. We'll throw out some other ideas and and see if people like those better. I'll see what works. So now, if somebody does pre-order this, so that, like right now they order it, are they not going to be charged until the order goes out? That's correct. Uh, so no one's uh, credit card uh, gets charged until uh, January fifteenth, and only if that item is going to get manufactured. So there, there. If any of you are uh, paycheck to paycheck, which uh, many of us are, I'm sure, um, then there's a way to basically put in your support and pre-order. You won't be charged until uh, you know uh, January sixteenth, whatever it is, when the uh, pre-order you know meets meets its goal. Uh, I can t- say right away, we're going to do everything that we can to get the word out there to everybody in the community. Let them know that this exists and that the the uh, BattletechGear.com site is live and taking pre-orders. And also, what I'm wondering is how long is it going to take? Because, of course, this Atlas is going to be successful. I can't imagine anything other than that. Till we get, like, you know, 10 different mechs for sale as as the resin statues. And then we can all start playing uh, tabletop just like the people at uh, Hyper RPG are doing. Because <laughs> I am so jealous of that tabletop. Um, we'll figure out how to make less expensive ones for you. Because <laughs> yeah. that would be criminal. Um, so, Criminal so, yeah, our, our, so if, people, if people react well to the, to this big this big format of of, uh, of sculpture, then we'd love to make more. Um, you know, uh, they are expensive, so there isn't you know there will never be dozens of them. Uh, but we we think you know we could do you know some of the iconic ones over the course of the next year. Now, obviously, the T-shirts are pretty popular. Uh, you're already at, let's see, 509. The numbers are going up as we're doing this podcast. Keep buying, people. Keep buying. But uh, do you foresee more T-shirt options like T-shirts with mechs on them, et cetera, in the future? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, we, you know, we, we've got all sorts of fun ideas uh, for, for stuff. Uh, one of the things that I want to do, and uh, Chris Rogers is working on this project with me, is um, to do as much uh, kind of storytelling inside of the, you know, kind of the gotcha. um, so you'll, you know, some things we're working on now and we'll see if they come to pass, you know, gotta, before we can put something out to, uh, for you guys, we, we, you know, we always want to make sure we get a good sample. So we know we've got a good factory and price and high quality. And so we're moving through that process on a number of things and some will pan out and some won't, uh, but, but uh, the ones do be presented. And, and some of those are pretty fun. They have like, you know, kind of, Nice yeah. storytelling and fictional universe integration. Phil, I'm seeing that when we talk, it does it maybe something. It. That's why I kept like popping in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, that was it. good. So we heard all of that, uh, Jordan. Now, um, so I'm going to say one more time. This is a you know to the community. Vote with your wallets. This is you know if you want to see more T-shirts, if you want to see more resin statues, I of course want to see more statues. Can't wait till they do a Warhammer or a Marauder. Just saying. But uh, anyway. <laughs> Obviously, beautiful merchandise. I'm very excited. As I said at uh, at MechCon, an amazing time to be a BattleTech and MechWarrior fan. Uh, so much available to us that has not been available over the past, you know, 
10, 15 years or whatever, uh, resurgence of the tabletop, video games, merchandise, um, even, you know, talking with Randall and the, the novels. I mean, it's just such an amazing time. And, uh, you know, buy the game for your friends for Christmas. Buy, you know, some a T-shirt or whatever. Um, let's vote with our wallets. Let's make it so that there are more options for merchandise in the future and, you know, improvements to the games that we're all enjoying right now. Well, well, thank you. I really appreciate you know, your ongoing support. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, what I love is being able to get back into the Battletech universe and make more cool stuff. So I, I, Absolutely. Hope, I, hope, I hope we can continue this relationship. <laughs> now, uh, Jordan, uh, one other question I did have when I first saw you uh, uh, jump on the webcam. What did you do with Professor Xavier? Well, you know, <laughs> we were looking for new offices. And, you know, the X-Men, have they've gone on hard times if you've seen the recent movies. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he, he's, he actually does a great job with the espresso car. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, man. But uh, anyways, we just want to say thank you again for uh, being on here tonight. And of course, uh, have a great holiday and new year. You guys obviously deserve it. We're looking forward again to hearing more about the uh, the Kickstarter uh, updates and of course that uh, that closed beta. Uh, looking forward to uh, streaming that when we can. So looking forward to it. And I know everyone out there as well is looking for that as well. So uh, just want to say thank you. Have a uh, great holiday and a new year. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll see you. 2017 yeah yeah looking forward to it. it's gonna be a great year it's gonna be a great year uh and uh thank you again all for uh, both you aaron and philip and and uh and to all uh all of your audience and and just looking forward to a fantastic battletech year next year absolutely thank you jordan uh happy holidays and uh yeah we will see you on the other side 2017 indeed so Take care, George. for those that, uh, again, make sure to check out BattletechGear.com. We'll be dropping those links in the chat. But anyways, uh, Jordan, it's been our pleasure. Thank you so much for being here, and we will see you uh, next year. And, uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and end the call and switch over. So have a great one, and we'll talk to you later. Bye, Jordan. Bye-bye. Right, and let's uh, switch over here. Like magic, let's see if Darren remember. And there he is on audio. I remembered. Oh, dude, no more Skype. I'm so glad. I hate Skype. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know what the answer is to that. My apologies, everybody out there, for the uh, you know the. I, the I think I think Skype has that adjust your mic volume. I bet you his boxes are checked, and it was just yeah, so noise. I, I picked up on the whole when we talked. It, it re like reset it, but. Uh, is yeah. what it is. We could hear most of what he said, and we did reiterate. Uh, but again, BattletechGear.com, um, you know, I highly suggest if you want more official Battletech gear. And I will say this. The stuff is quality. I mean, as far as, like, the T-shirts go, uh, yeah, head gonna, and shoulders over the quality of what we've done, you know. so I'm going to get that T-shirt. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Totally worth it. And I want to see more official gear coming out. Um, I, you know, the, the resin is painful. I know that, that price tag, but it could be a lot more, uh, for the quality that it is. I think they, that's a very reasonable price for what it is. Um, we did see it at Metcon. It's beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. Uh, I want it bad. Well, I think it'd be cool too, is, uh, in the future, what they could do is, um, like, it looks like they're doing all the sets by them, you know, all of them together. But I know a lot of people have said, Hey, you know what? Um, I'd Individual love a, banners. or 
individual banners, but also maybe a combo. Like, hey, you can grab the t-shirt and the right, banner right. so I can grab Wolf and be happy, right? And I know that was uh, sort of a contentious thing. I know some people talked about the artwork, specifically uh, uh, the clan uh, artwork was slightly altered compared to the IS. Now, the IS ones are actually not 100% translation, but they're not as much of an eye-catcher uh, to wear, like, uh, the Smoke Jacket and Jade Falcon and stuff like that. But it's like in the eye of the beholder. Like, you know, some people are like, actually, I like it. And some people are like, no, go back to the original and all that. I like the Clan Wolf one. Uh, even being a Clan Wolf in Exile sort of guy, um, I like it. But, uh, yeah, I think if they could do, like, combos of those, uh, that would be, like, I think. And, of course, here's the reality. It's holiday time. Uh, I think we may see that number of like sales jump up afterwards at the new year as well. And you're not going to be charged oh, yeah. until People are afterwards. Gonna be getting Christmas money or yeah. whatever. And, and yeah, I agree. Um, I, my gut instinct is we're going to meet all of these goals. Um, you think, yeah, I do. I just think there's going to be, people are holding off whatever, you know, it's just kind of a typical thing. People don't, uh, jump on these right away. Um, so I do anticipate we're going to meet all these goals Especially and like I, old, old guys like you that are dropping, you yeah. know, well, like right now, dude, you know how much I'm spending on just Christmas for my family, got three kids, you know? And so it's, uh, yeah, it'd be, it'd be the first or second week of the, you know, the new year and, and some income dude, coming in or whatever. I brought up an idea to my wife. I was like, you know what? I think we should start this where speaking it, of kids, no, presents, go, no presents, <laughs> no presents. No, seriously, like the amount of stress, and like I'm like, she's like, how do I, you stress? But it's I don't. Just two of you, I don't, but she does, and of course, Blah, parents whatever. and all that. And I'm like, you know, she's like, but I like, you know, gifts, and, and I'm like, just, just how about us just spend time, you know, with you know, holiday spirit, whatever. She's like, you're a Grinch. I was like, just because I don't want to do presents, like I'm the Grinch. Yes, Anyways. you are. Um, <laughs> but. Uh... Anyway, guys, uh, this we this podcast just like you know just per usual, it will be going up to uh, YouTube when we're done here, and then I'll do a better mix of the audio for you, the podcast format. What you trying to say, uh, except obviously when he you know completely dropped out, I won't be able to bring that back in. But anyway, for people like Zoof who are busy playing City Skylines, whatever Zoof. Oh, the new one's um, out, by the way. It's a disaster. <laughs> oh, it? Yeah, it's like disasters, oh. like okay, but I, fire from the skies that. and all that. Um. But be sure to check out again BattletechGear.com as well as the animated gifts if if you haven't seen them of the uh, the melee combat which is going to be in BattleTech. I can't wait, man. That is yeah, like seriously. Cool. I was blown away by those uh, animations. But we've it, talked. We've but we've talked. That's how you make melee work. Unless you have a predetermined animation like you have in Battlefield or even a mecha game like oh, yeah. uh, Titanfall, like where it's yeah, you press a button right. and it happens and there's nothing you can you know like oh I just got stabbed in the neck right. Um, but unless you're going to have that, that's why anytime someone brings it up for MechWare Online, I'm like, okay, if it doesn't look like a bag of ass, cool. But if it looks like a bag of ass, do not do it. Like, it, yeah. it just, you know. Um, which with CryEngine and MWO, uh, it can't be done yet without looking like a bag of ass, which is why it's not in. But we will get our melee fix in with Battletech when it comes out in 2017. And, and you know, I ooh. think right around the corner. We're going to be having the backers beta, you know, which we, I know a lot of you out there are. I'm going to point a finger. We could also potentially see it. And this is insider's knowledge, by the way. MechWarrior 5. Because oh, yeah. it's single player. It, it, yeah. it wouldn't matter if it, you can press a button right. and it just happened. And that's what I'm talking about. Is like that ability where it doesn't necessarily have a you know, player on player or like you know obviously network issues you can just press yeah. a button and stuff. So maybe... So maybe the age of Russ. Melee... 
we know you're happening. watching. Or yeah, Paul. we're going to have to ask Russ about that. Yeah, we actually will. Uh, speaking of which, um, we were wanting to do a town hall podcast before the holidays. It didn't work out. Uh, we just want to say we apologize, but just time constraints, um, well, obviously with the hot fixes and patch. But that's something actually that will be kicking off in January, mid-January, I believe. So stay tuned for dates and times and all that. Yeah. So so Sidestrafe is is messaging me right now and rubbing in that Titanfall has melee and it's uh it's source engine. Yeah, but it's a pre animated <laughs> like did he just like strafe. I don't know. Let's he's be just, real here. He's just fucking with us. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I mean obviously we want to see um you know, can't wait to see it in Battletech and very much looking forward to hopefully seeing it in MechWarrior 5. We'll get that confirmation at some point. Uh, what Phil was just touching on, yeah, we we obviously didn't get around to the podcast where we were going to talk to Russ about Faction Play, and, um, and which was going to be kind of be the precursor to doing the town hall. Um, so now basically the schedule is mid to late January. We will be doing a town hall uh, or a round table, I should say. But yeah, I, this I is going to be a round table. I think this works because it gives the player base the holiday New Year time frame to, to dive Check in, get, the, yeah. get a good solid feel. What are I bear claw? So what we're looking for is a round table with Russ talking about the next yes. stages of faction play sometimes mid to late January. What we're hoping for, and I'll be talking to you guys out there that are uh, were a part of it last year and, and hopefully want to be a part of it this time as well, about a community-driven pre-roundtable roundtable where you guys basically come up with a consensus of things to bring to Russ and whatever developers we can have there to basically implement into, you know, Faction Play 4.2, 4.3, whatever it's going to be. Um, so we're going to continue. I have been playing a lot of Faction Play. I've been doing the 12 Days of Christmas event, um, which included a couple Faction Play, uh, you know, goals essentially. Um, today, man, barely got it uh had to win a skirmish mode in faction play which is not as easy as it sounds i play inner sphere only um and although there has been a a definite change yeah how are you liking the respawn because that's what it is and how, how do you like it um i'm good with it uh because it's faction play and it's you know it's different i still don't want um, respawn in at least for now at least in without putting a ton of extra thought into it i don't want to see it in quick play um i like the added element of play your best in quick play because when you die that's it um but i haven't had a problem with it in faction play and i haven't really given the whole respawn thing a thought i've just been going with it or whatever uh but my biggest point with faction play is that I definitely see an improvement, getting much quicker matches. I'm sure there's people out there still experiencing some issues with getting into matches, but I can guarantee that it's way less than before. Um, you know, it's just uh, reducing those cues or the buckets or whatever we want to call them um, had a great uh, effect on getting into faction play matches. Now I see that we, you know, there's obviously uh, fine tuning. There's been two hot pa- or hot fixes since the patch came out, so there's been some pre-holiday fine-tuning and there will be more i'm sure post-holiday but what i see here is an incredible start this is the faction play start that we should have had you know seven eight months ago we didn't so that's all you know can't get really keep beating that dead horse or whatever but we have it now and so if we want to see faction play improved and get even better we did that we basically what we worked on here was what made it so that it was more playable as far as cues so that you can get in matches people aren't waiting 20 30 minutes yeah buckets but now the next stage is the fun stuff. The next stage is, you know, the icing on the cake. It's how to make 
faction play more fun, how to make it have more meaning, how to make it be, uh, you know, more engaging. So really this is, we're getting, you know, and even Russ and, and uh, Derek brought this up last time when we did the, the, the first town hall or round table, which is that this, we had to do kind of the mechanical stuff first, and then we're getting to the more fun stuff. So um, I'm really looking forward to continuing the process of making faction play better. It needs to go, you know, a lot further still. Um, and I appreciate everybody's uh, support and, uh, you know, your participation, basically, uh, of, of making it happen. So hope to see more of that. Um, now it looks like there's Xavier. So, yeah, there's, there are people working and talking behind the scenes. Very much looking forward to that. Um, but what we're going to do, guys, now is uh, there was no real agenda for today's podcast other than um, having Jordan on here for a short bit and, and talking about the melee and the updates to Battletech and then obviously BattletechGear.com. We're just going to do basically some Q&A. Um, what, Phil, you want to – can you do a quick shout-out, though, to the people that have supported us since we are doing a, a interact with the chat? Who has subbed to us over since we started? Dude, we – speaking of subs um, – yes. And patrons, we'd like to say thank you guys. Uh, another year around the sun, almost complete 2017. Um, I think uh, Twitch Prime has sort of been the the, the big kicker for us. Uh, it's been fantastic, and you guys have latched on to it. Um, but uh, we've had quite a few subs recently. Our recent sub, not resub, our recent sub actually happened while we were offline, and it was Bloody Bill that sub and then of course we had opic and growl luke last night thank you guys so much for your support first choosing and then going through now that being said uh me and darren have been working on uh some updates to our patreon and our subs where uh basically sort of like rewards uh for you guys uh some small things giving you guys back a little bit uh postcards stuff like that so uh we'll let you guys know more and the information will be posted and of course with that thing is subs will be able to uh get those as well it just takes them a little bit longer but uh yeah i just want to say thank you guys so much for the support uh when we do get to 250 we will do two more uh, two more emoticons that being said by the way darren something new zoof pointed this out we can uh you know the badges the ngng badges you can actually mm-hmm. do custom no stinking badges you can do custom ones for three month six nine and twelve that's new. I had no fucking idea. You're saying idea. the sub badges? Like the little NGNG ammo yeah. can? Yeah. Like, I had no fucking clue. Zoof was like, well, why don't you? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like... Zoof, you're hired. So, um... We'll... Cool. That's good, that's good, good yeah, to we'll know. Be, and, yeah. yeah, we'll be getting new ones. I want to reiterate, uh, th- thank you everybody out there that has supported. It's been an amazing year. Uh, definitely looking forward to 2017. All kinds of new things. Um... But let's uh, let's go ahead and do a little Q and A. This is just going to be pretty relaxed, guys. Uh, what do you want for, you for what do you want for the holidays? Do you want that atlas? Is that what you want? I'm pretty not going to get it. I'm not going to get it for you. But you know. <laughs> uh, pretty much, that's the only thing that's on my list. Uh, and I don't know if I've been well. Yeah, I've been naughty. So I don't know what the uh, the limit is for naughty. But lend us your questions if you guys have them. Is there any topic? Is there anything you want us to talk about? MWO BattleTech life uh what is the meaning of the beard Uh, what uh also for all of you out there i will be playing mw i have been playing mw quite a lot over the last uh couple months and uh been giving away dev kill medallions and mc and so forth if you kill me uh which i you know isn't too hard but anyway i'll be playing out throughout the holidays doing some uh, holiday events or whatever giving stuff away so are you gonna see me out there Uh, maybe um 
probably I'll try whatever, you know, um, <laughs> well, considering that I'll have a lot less official work throughout the holidays. Yes, I will try and stream more. Um, but, uh, yeah, just going to have some fun with you guys out there and, and hopefully give some fun stuff away for the holidays. Go out there and ho, ho, ho it away. But, uh, and yeah, <laughs> do team also, uh, T TKs do not count. I'm asked that literally every single match, hundred percent of the time. There's never been a match where somebody says, do TKs count? Uh, no, they don't. In yeah, fact, there, if you a, TK me, I'm going to take a mech out of your account. There's a rumor that uh, the Fire Moth is... There's been a video by... A yeah, now what, what is that? I don't that? fucking know. Like, What I, the hell is Kaniyashi saying? I don't know. Because I'm, I'm seeing it on Reddit. I'm seeing people asking Twitch. What uh, in the hell? Uh, I don't know, like, Illuminati. I think that's the only... Oh, so we got an actual legit question here. We got uh, right. Xavier says, uh, Do you think taking engine crits to kill... From three to four in order to balance XL engines be too much to break or be accepted. Um, I can tell you this. 2017, you guys are about to get a lot of updates. And some of those updates have to do with the skill tree being updated and changed. And also some of the base systems. Uh, I can't go into detail, but I can tell you there are changes to uh, some penalties. Yeah, I kind of feel like balance almost has to wait for the changes, right? Like anything we're talking about currently. Some of them go hand, like for instance, uh, Clan XLs. Uh, You know, the the trade-off of between an XL and a standard. Well, right now, the the balancing issue is Clan XL. You always, there's no reason to take a standard leg at all. Um, So right now there's a penalty when you lose, you know, your half your mech. Um, uh, There's adjustments coming for that as well. So, and I know crits have been talked about internally uh as well as uh hp health of certain items um expect adjustments in 2017 i can actually tell you that uh whether or not i'm supposed to um there are changes coming uh to sort of put more emphasis on uh weapons and equipment being crit out uh other than just you know it not happening at all i'm like fire mod why not santa hat that's i think he should stream while wearing a hat and then when you kill him he has to do like some ho 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 and then gives you a present or something like that i don't know i just i feel like yeah no we'll see just look for my christmas mech out there i've been uh pretty much nonstop taking the uh marauder 2c's out there all decked out in their jingle bells and shit so just look for the christmas mech kill me get some free stuff um so I think, uh, you know, I think as far as 2017, there's going to be a lot of changes. I know internally the testing for the skill tree is going uh, quite well. As far as final uh, percent values and, and nodes and this and all that, it's still being worked out um, as far as to, you know, what values. But uh, it's going to be interesting, dude. Like, I think for me, one of the biggest uh, positives is no longer three mech rule. I think for me, looking yeah, at it from a new... Huge. From a new player, now, obviously, uh, some type of grind element, right? Because we don't have a tier system like other games. Um, but what does it mean to the balance of the game? Like, uh, is there, you know, are you going to dump any, uh, you know, SP 
into going for seismic sensor or radar deprivation on a Timberwolf or Direwolf or Kodiak. Dude, this le- I can't even I can't even start on this level of speculation. Like literally, all I can do is wait for this to be available for me to jump in yes. and and test that. And, and that's it, you know? that's that's obviously us being on the inside. That's where we're looking. You know, for like for me as a player, I'm like, okay, yeah, cool numbers and all. That. What does it mean to gameplay? Is it going to change my behavior of taking you know? set amount of weapons and wrecking face oh okay well now my mech's not as mobile now do i want to you know that's that's where it's going to be well while we're waiting for some questions that we can't answer uh and groutnell no i do not have a, a an old saint atlas um old saint atlas anyway <laughs> um <laughs> let's talk about ngng and 2017 let's, let's. um you know phil and i for those of you that don't know, um, we are both full-time uh, employed by PGI. We have been for quite some time, years. Huh, this um, is breaking news. You've never told us. You shills. Well, again, yeah. I mean, <laughs> do you know why I just said that? Because uh, we always get people who say that we're, we're being oh, secretive about it and, and, and not letting uh, be publicly known. Of course, it does say that right on our um, Twitch page and so forth. But um, anyway, again, just letting everybody know. So our full-time jobs are working for PGI. And that you know, every uh, month that goes by, um, essentially, our workload is increasing. We try and do as much as we can to, uh, you know, help the community, the game, um, whatever we can. We wear multiple hats. And uh, just like most people do at Prana. Um, and so that is our full-time gig. NGNG is kind of, a, you know, it started off as kind of a full-time gig and that we were doing it full-time. But, we but it wasn't It wasn't a time. job, yeah. No, like, it, was it was not a job. It's it like was a full-time, full-time hobby. Hobby, yeah. yeah. Um, and so at this point where we're at now, um, uh, end of 2016, beginning of 2017, um, it is still essentially a hobby, although, uh, you know, obviously it plays a part in the marketing and, and promotion of MWO. And so, uh, you know, there, there's an official element or an official unofficial element to it or whatever, but it's not something that like I've been getting super busy behind the scenes with PGI stuff. And I've been, that's why like, you know, you guys are making fun of me as far as streaming. I've streamed a lot less because I just have too much to do. And then I've got family and, and, you know, so, um, but a lot of what I, you do is behind the scenes and no one ever knows about it. And I mean, <laughs> now a lot of the comp teams and, and I remember yeah. when MRBC did your, your interview, there were some people mm-hmm. that like, Oh, why the hell are you interviewing this guy? And it was really nice seeing Bandit and all the other comp players say, who the fuck Doyle, are you? Yeah. He's, this guy's been working his ass off. Anytime a streamer comes here, guess who's getting him the codes? That guy right there. Guess who's reaching out to streamers and all that guy right there. Guess who's uh, coordinating all that? That guy right well, there. Right. But again, I mean, I, yeah, we're, we're both doing a lot of stuff that isn't necessarily uh, visible. No, I guess what I'm trying to say is like you do a lot of stuff. Someone's like, oh, well, why aren't you streaming? You, well, it's because, because he's, this he's is, busy. So that was, yeah, and that's what I was getting at. Is that this isn't our full-time gig. And so, um, you know, hopefully the holidays I'll be able to do more. But in 2017, I'd like to do more as well. And Phil and I talk about all the time things that we'd love to do, you know, as far as um, – if we just had all the time in the world or whatever, we'd love to play some tabletop. Obviously, we could n- never do anything like Hyper RPG does, but we could do something. We could do Mega Mac. I can be Mac- jealous of it. That's what I can yeah. do. <laughs> I mean, obviously, when uh, Battletech comes out, we're going to be streaming the hell out of that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and if when multiplayer is available or whatever, then we'll be playing each other. Um, but uh, look for hopefully more organization from us and NGNG. What, you know, 
what we're going to try and do with NGNG in 2017, uh, hopefully revitalizing a little bit more of that. We are going to, like Phil was saying, um, you know, updating our Patreon. It's not just about, hey, we're updating it, so give us money. It's we're trying to make it so that we interact with you, the community, more via Discord, via our streams, whatever. Um, we want to, you know, just like my major regret with Metcon was not getting to hang out with the community as much as I wanted to. Um, that's still the way it is today, you know. Post Metcon, I don't, you know, I don't get to stream as much as I uh, used to. And so I'm not hanging out with the community as much as I used to. But that's also a reason why I've been having a lot of fun just dropping in and giving out dev kill medallions and so forth. I'm uh, able to play with you guys that way. But anyway, I think we're going to try and do more NGNG specific things in 2017. I know we're going to try and get some uh, in-game content for NGNG so that you can go like, for example, uh, at the redeem page, enter NGNG or something like that and get... I don't know. It could be a cockpit item or a decal or both, whatever. A beard for your mech? A beard for your mech. Yeah, we do. I'm going to bug uh, Matt about doing a, a, a beard decal. But uh, <clears throat> anyway, there should be a lot more stuff coming for us in 2017. <laughs> also, 2017 is hopefully going to be the year where I move. Uh, this beautiful wall that you see behind me, <laughs> my messy uh, office wall behind me, is probably going to change, uh, hopefully, in in the early part of the year for those of you that are always asking phil what's darren's move status and he has no fucking clue um i'm hoping within the first quarter so sometime in january february march i'll be moving up to vancouver and working in the office uh at least if not full-time close to full-time um you know from the office i'll be working full-time for pgi but sometimes may be working from home still but anyway it could be a big year i certainly hope not that 2016 was a bad year for me. I mean, I know overall how people feel about 2016. There was a great... Uh, oh, dude, meme. compared to 15 and 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, No no, no doubt about it. And you have, have you seen the meme with... Um, what's her name? Ripley from Aliens about... <laughs> 20, anyway, I know a lot of people had a shitty year. Um, so here's to 2017 being a better year. You know what? Battletech comes out in 2017. So already, I think that's going to be a huge uh, boost to the year. Um, and of course, you know, uh, NG, NG, it, it's interesting because we, we've gone through transformations ourselves, uh, you know, uh, from going from a podcast, uh, when you put yourself out there and you create content, um, that, that comes with baggage. Sometimes you're not, I guess, prepared for, um, and, uh, strategies on how to deal with some of that, um, you know, and, uh, yeah. And so looking at NGNG, it, it's one of those things where for me, it's always been about creating a positive sort of community uh, and a learning environment. And I think going to Metcon and having so many people come up and say, thank you for what you, you know, for that. So, you know, and thank you for, you know, being that positive experience. Um, it just sort of validated all the, the work, you know, and of course, sometimes you get caught up in the negative and me and you have talked about that, Darren. Uh, but uh, just seeing how much positive there's been out of uh, the community. Um, it, it was, it was pretty damn cool. Um, I fucking love this community. I've said that many times, but I also say uh, just as often, you know, it's a love hate relationship. It can be, it's an extremely, extremely passionate community. Um, and I would say in general, that's a really good thing. Um, but you know, I, I mean, it's something that goes back for 30 plus years for a lot of people. And, um, so, you know, a lot of people get emotionally, 
um, caught up. involved. Yeah, caught up in everything. But uh, it's it is a great community, and I feel very. Uh, I'm I'm not particularly religious, but I feel blessed that uh, I've been able to do this for the amount of years that we have been able to do this and can continue and that we've got, you know, so many amazing things on the horizon. Like I said, uh, Battletech, more updates to MWO, um, uh, MechWarrior 5 Mercs. Holy shit. I mean, you know, it's just... Yeah. Uh, it's weird saying I, MechWarrior 5 Mercs. I'm like, am I allowed to say that yet? Oh, yeah, I, I am. Because it's... <laughs> but it's just being a part of this and, and getting to know so many of you over the years, uh, pretty much a dream come true. Never would have guessed, uh, yep. you know... That nope. this would where we'd be. Sometimes Darren's always like, dude, and I'm like, what? And he's like, dude. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. And Step he's back like, and you look. know, just you know, like smell the roses. Dude, you know. Um but yeah, 2017 has been uh two thousand sixteen. Two thousand yeah, sixteen has been a a whirlwind. Um you know, and of course being behind the scenes is a lot different. Uh some uh, is it is it one of those things uh, I wish sometimes I wasn't in the position I, I am right now. There are times where that is 100% true. When a new mech comes out or MechWarrior 5 mercenary trailer, like, it it sort of takes some of the glimmer off of it, right? Like, to know b- behind the scenes, to see it ahead of time or know, hey, like, uh, and sometimes I wish, like, I, I could pull back and, and be on the outside, right? And then every, everyone on the outside wants in, right? And then once you're in, you're like, ah, you know, sometimes... Um, Grass is always greener. It, it is a double-edged yeah. sword. There's there's advantages to, you know, getting news ahead of time. But, for example, we knew about MechWire, you know, MW5 uh, Mercs for quite a bit before it was announced. And uh, not being able to share that was actually painful. Like, <laughs> you know, literally had to bite our tongues uh, hard not to, to bring that up. So... And yeah, and like you're saying, I mean, we're going to be obviously involved in the development process of MechWarrior 5. So will it be as fun of an experience for us to play it as, you know, a, a player that's not involved in the in the development? I, you I know what? Know. I'm, I'm looking to play the hell out of it over and over again. But <laughs> And I'm looking forward to 2017 for MWO specifically because of some of the balance stuff that I know is going to be happening. Oh, yeah. And the focus literally put on some of the that... that um, from a player standpoint, uh, I'm actually really excited for and um, but uh, midfield marauder, we appreciate you as well. And you know, I was just when I was looking at uh, so so Dave midfield marauder is is uh, a writer um, and does a lot of uh, you know uh, nonfiction and so forth. I, you know, Dave, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but has has worked with George and and written some uh, BattleTech uh, uh, stories as well. And I was just thinking. The people that we've met in this community, you know, even Alex Iglesias basically started off as somebody we met in in MechWarrior Living Legends, and yep. and we and we've you know we're friends with uh, Anthony Shimmering Sword, and um, you know just so many George. I mean, meeting George up at MechCon, yeah, and, and really finally cool. after you know five years of knowing him, there's so many people in this community. They're just incredible. Um, that you know create great you know stories or art pieces that are just you know masterpieces or voice actors or you know twitch streamers youtubers whatever that is again i mean i know we keep saying community 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 but it's true uh, it, that's one of the biggest pluses uh, that i've had from from this whole experience is just getting to meet these people that are amazing talents 
Um, I can talk. I have a deep voice, but that's pretty much where it ends, you know. And um, I the the people that we get to work with on a regular basis are just incredibly talented, whether it's in the community or at PGI. And that's what I am most thankful for. This is Thanksgiving. We're doing a we're going back to November. New Year's, giving, like giving looking thanks. back, reflecting. 2016. What did you mean to me? Um, yeah, and and pretty much. I think this the the social networking aspect of it is is really what makes it for me. Getting to know you guys every single day when I stream, um, being able to then meet some of you guys uh, in real life, and of course, I'm sure I'll see a lot of you guys again, right? And uh, yeah, so that that just sort of Ritters. makes it. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Makes Whoever, it what? Uh, oh, sorry. No, he's just makes it you know just that much better to to the physical connection you get when you can go up and give someone a hug, right? Oh yeah. Like you know, uh, I remember the first time I met you. Like that was like we'd known each other for a few years, and it was like holy shit, there you are, freaking tree beard dude. You know, like. We were running across the beach at each other, and we <laughs> frolicking jumped up into each other. It was room. almost weird. It was like it was slow mo. I don't know. Just uh, Ritter's was saying whoever uh, got PGI to start adding design notes to patches and change the tone in their overall communication system. Metcon deserves Nobel Prize. They've been doing a lot better. Community seems a lot happier too. Yeah, I think that's multiple things. It's um, you know, I agree. Uh, communication as far as things that are happening in the game has improved. That's both um, because of the people that are involved in uh, doing those have mm, just put more, not, I'm not going to say put more effort, but are focusing more on that communication to explain why things are being done. And I appreciate that as well. And then a big shout out to um, Alexander Garden, who does basically all the patch notes and works his ass off on that. I mean, you, you can see how long those patch notes are and uh, I agree, he is doing an amazing job. So thank you, uh, Alexander. So we had a question a while back, and it was from uh, mm-hmm. CK. And he was asking, you know, what do you guys think about adding new tech uh, for MWO? He just, he just wants the Mark II. CK out well, yeah, Mark II, Mark II, Mark II. No, I think it's um, – and I, I see where a lot of people are asking this CK. question. Um, it's, you know, why don't you introduce ISERs, and then you have a, a, an ER to ER relationship for balance and stuff like that. But I, mm-hmm. I think ultimately the, it's. I don't think we're there yet. Um, and the reason I say that is uh, we still have base systems which are being adjusted in 2017 uh, to bridge the gap between IS and Clan. Anyway, like before you even get to weapons, you have systems underlying systems issues. Uh, and what I mean by systems, I'm talking about from heat capacity, heat dissipation, to movement profiles, engine and agility uh, being synced. You have crit space uh, changes. You have XL engine behavior changes and system changes. All those types of things add up, and then they stack on top of each other. And then not to mention you have a few other things. Um, So I don't think it's unrealistic to say eventually they will introduce... uh, I I think that's a no-brainer. I think even Russ has said they will introduce and do a time jump eventually is it needed now i would say no um and also knowing some of the core system changes that are coming um i think at least that needs to happen first um before any type of well like dyrus just said why doesn't pgi tell the clan fans that their weapon stats are high and uh get put them closer to is i mean like these kinds of statements right now um well i understand where they're coming from i kind of feel like we have to wait till the next changes come right before we i mean because that those skill, the changes that are coming are address that yes and skill tree 
with the changes that are also coming, and of course those will be detailed, um, it's a bit of a daunting... Uh, yeah, it, you just have to... 2017, I'm looking forward to from a balance perspective. Yeah, me too. Um, and I think, and I feel like these, you know, these concerns that people have are going to be addressed. And it's always a little bit frustrating because you want well, to say it's coming, but people get tired of hear- hearing it's let's, coming let's, or whatever. Instead of being addressed, I think it's more appropriate to say there are changes coming. Now, whether or not you like them or you agree with them, um, because on an individual basis, obviously, uh, not everyone agrees on on this or that. But uh, one, Darius Quinn says, Mechmatter two. Felt like half a game, didn't it, compared to Mech Commander 1? Yes and no. Um, Mech Commander 2 did some things that I actually liked. Uh, uh, but then um, it was sort of shallow in other aspects. Um, you know, I, I think uh, I think for me, ultimately, Battletech, the game, is going to be the filler. Now, I'm, I'll, I'll be up front. I, I wish there was a Mech Commander 3. But I wouldn't want it done in the same aspects of the Mech Commander 2 or Mech Commander 1. Um, I'd like more emphasis put on on, on the battle tech, keeping the mechs uh, alive and stuff like that. And I think that's what we're going to see in Battletech the game. Um, you know, how much is customization? Like, how much should you be able to customize? Is it full, like, MWO? Or is it more on how do you keep that Atlas running? And do you have all the parts you, you know what happens if you lose a weapon? God, you know? I love that. I love can, the fucking logistics, man. Can can you lose a mech? Uh, that's those are questions. Like I'm really looking forward to BattleTech the game for. You know, these are questions maybe that you, can be applied to BattleTech the game as well as uh, MechWarrior Five Mercs. Can can your gyro you know shielding be cracked or what happens if the right actuator and it doesn't allow you to punch or you know right arm? What to me one of the problems with BattleTech. And I mean, bat problems and, and mech. You're not warrior. talking the game. You're talking about in general. Yes, in general is is mm-hmm. mech warrior itself lends it lends itself to freedom to do whatever you want, right? To customize to your heart content, and but that also sort of breaks the underlying systems that it's designed on. Um, and instead of for me, instead of what can that hunchback 4G, if you strip out the AC twenty and, and medium lasers and small laser, what can what can you slap on? To me, it would be more or less how do you keep that mech operational? What kind of sensor package does it have? Uh, you know, it, you know, all those type of things. Uh, actuators, Mirmer muscle fiber, because we've never fucking had a game that's actually included one of the things that makes a mech a mech. Um, those are the type of things. Coolant. Right, uh, and I'm not saying to be able to flush your coolant. What I'm saying is, do you have a fresh supply of good coolant? You know, um, what happens if you have, a, or, or are you pissing in your radiator? Yeah, it, I mean, just to me, it's it's yeah, yeah. more of like the logistics aspects of it, and I I I don't know how BattleTech the game is going to handle that, and that's why I'm really excited to, to uh, you know get that sort of BattleTech. Feel, that you're in the universe you, not not i'm not talking about and don't throw at me what the tabletop rules are to be honest i'd like a part of me says the rules are meant to be sort of a framework and then you got to do what you got to do and it's what is the experience like what is can you create the universe for me the universe doesn't have plus right torso this or that no the universe <laughs> doesn't have that um yeah i i'm looking forward to that 
Nataku says, Darren and Phil, what are your opinions on the new upcoming mechs? Now, either that's, uh, he's just talking about what's been announced, or that was a trick question. He's trying to get us to say something about something that hasn't been announced. But I, um, We got eyes on you. I, I see what you did there. I'm looking forward to the Bushwhacker. Uh, yes. And that's all I'm going to say. I have to be very careful because I'm like, which mechs yeah, have been announced, been announced so far? Yeah, yeah, that one has. Exactly. Um, let me... As far as weapons, a lot of discussion going on right now about bringing in more weapons or what weapons are OP or whatever. I feel like if, you know, with the uh, beginning of 2017 and we bring the game into a more of a balanced situation, then, again, if we achieve that balance that we're looking for, um, then new weapons are a possibility. But obviously, I don't make that decision. And that's certainly something that we can bring up with Russ in one of the upcoming podcasts, town halls, roundtables, right. whatever. So uh, we have the Marauder 2C that just came out. By the way, it is a gray mech. Let's just... Let's just Beast! It's, mm. That's why I'm running in it. Uh, you know, I got to <laughs> make it a little bit of a challenge for people to get those dev kill uh, Um Bushwhacker what, is... Wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold on. Back to the Marauder 2C. Yes. What's your favorite build so far? Um, I think the Scorch, the two peep, two goss. Now I did run the LB twenties and the four SRM sixes. The only problem is if there's any type of range fight, you're just out of action. Yeah. Um, got to hide behind something until the brawl begins. And of course the oh dual UAC tens, two peeps, fan fucking tastic. Uh, you can do it on the C as well for if you want jump jets. I, I had it on the other one because uh, I already uh, got the basics done. Um, it can do short range, long range, uh, obviously fast for a eighty five tonner. Um, it's just a complete package. Um, and yeah, so yeah, it's it's yeah, it's. It's it's good, and of course, be able to bring X amount of firepower, and along with speed, and 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 that's the key difference. You know, when we talk about like power creep, and and some when I when I talk about fixing underlying systems, uh, the Marauder TC is exactly what I'm talking about, which is you have it, the Kodiak. Uh, when you compare those to some of the IS or even Clan counterparts, some of the main differences are not necessarily hard points, but it's hard point locations, and then what is the max engine, which means you know. How fast can it go? And it's those combinations of great hard points, great hard point locations, the armor default has, but then the armor is also, I would say, increased, if you will, survivability when you can get out of dodge or close distance or dictate range and stuff like that. And I feel like the Marauder 2C and the Kodiak, and comparatively to others in its weight classes, um, are good examples of a sort of like power creep and sort of the things that have to be like uh, tuned in, if you will. But um, Bushwhacker... So we- yeah, oh. we got the Bushwhacker, Supernova, Assassin, and Roughneck are the 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 mechs that have been announced. Um, I like the Assassin's look. Uh, Supernova. Now that's, that's controversial. Now, what is controversial about the Assassin's look? Is it the cockpit? Is it more than that? What are you is, just talking uh, about in, just in general? Yeah, I've, well, I've seen a lot of threads and people discussing the uh, Alex's interpretation of the Assassin. And I think more than any of the other mechs that he's done, I've seen more people have issues with the assassin now i've never been in a fan of the assassin of course i've been you know aware of it for a very long time and personally i think he did another phenomenal job i love the way it looks 
Um, but do you have any comments as far as, you know, the controversial take on it? No, I, I like it. Um, obviously the, the, you've got sort of the cockpit up top and then there's the frontal part. What's like the forward jutting part where there's like, uh, you can sort of see through as well. So like the pilot could see where it's like feet are pointing. So almost. where do you think the cockpit is going to be? Is it's it up top. On the top or yeah, it's up top. Yeah. I, yeah. I've already asked. Uh, okay. so I think you'll so have what a is that? What is pretty... that little peaky boo thing in the front then? I think it's part of the 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 lower part of the cockpit, uh, like where your so feet would be, be pointed. Your feet, yeah, yeah, like you can see under. Here, here's the assassin to me. Um, I like it aesthetically. I like the legs on it. Um, I, I think it's just a cool looking mech. Now, forty tonner. Uh, there are some ECM. Uh, I think for me, one of the questions for Max and Mech packs now, since the announcement of the skill tree system, is what is you know, and this is something we obviously will ask Russ, what are the plans for future mech packs? Because now uh, you don't have to create variants just to get three, four, five mechs. You could literally come out with two variants that are actual canon, if you will. Uh, uh, and boom, there you go. You don't so actually need So, for example, that. if there's a mech that uh, puts out a variant or two at one date, but then 10 years later they come out with a couple more variants, you can we can't that. actually put out the mech at the early date or, yeah. or that, you know, um, you no longer have to create variants out of, right. you know, like just right. to get out one mech in and Marauder 2C was like that. Uh, and, and if, obviously there's been a few others, uh, uh, Merrimets and stuff like that. Um, but the, the bigger question I think to that is, would they ever retroactively take away mechs, uh, uh, potentially that are too close and too similar. And we've, we've seen this time and time again, where, Fire starters, all of them were very, very similar, right? And then, you know, you've got the trebuchets, and some of them are... You've got a stalker uh, that the only difference is one has dual AMS compared to the other. So it's it's one of those where would they ever retroactively take away and say, you know what, hey, we'll refund all MC, we'll refund whatever. I don't think that would happen just because I think some people may be attached to said mech. Um, but yeah, I, are... I, Russ has always been kind of against taking things away um but, for understandable reason to get but from a, like stuff. a balanced perspective if you only had a handful of max variant wise makes things so much easier from balance perspective as well um but coming out and every single mech pack has like seven variants and if there's ones that are very very similar and again then you've got to look at the entire grand scheme of things of what other mechs in that weight class what are their variants what are the differences between those and if you got this huge you know like this huge huge balancing sort of you know jostling that you're doing uh so i guess that's a good question is in the future they just have one mech and you know i think that's a good question um so now out of the bushwhacker supernova assassin and roughneck which one are you looking forward to the most which do you think is going to play to your play style yeah bushwhacker yep yep the supernova um Hmm, it's an assault. Uh, it's not going to be going as fast as I like assaults, so I think that's not going to be my playstyle. Um, yeah, uh, my I'm looking forward to the bushwhacker and then actually the roughneck quite a bit as well. I'll you know of course play with the supernova and the assassin, but uh, bushwhacker just because it's one of those you know that I've loved for a long time. Um, utilitarian type mech, not necessarily sleek, although I don't know. To me, it is. Um, 
and then the uh, Roughneck, the first uh, you know PGI created. Now, as, as soon as I mech. saw it, um, the first thing that popped in my head was uh, Agromech. And that's exactly what, you know, uh, that sort yeah, of... that's uh, the, the backstory. Yeah, sort of turn in from a, a, an industrial mech into a military, uh, you know. And I know there was obviously some backlash as far as like, oh, Dark Age and stuff like that. Um, it doesn't really concern me as far as that. We know it's the game's not being turned into that. I, I can understand some people were like, you know, why didn't you just do, you know, but hey... If you don't want it, you don't have to use it. You don't have to buy it. It's not the end of the world. Um, reminds me as for, as soon as I saw it, it, reminded me sort of like a Shadowhawk, you know, sort of esque, yeah, like a yeah, um, reverse Shadowhawk, I guess, because uh, but because uh, the AC is on the other side, yeah, yeah, and you know, from an aesthetic, and I've always sort of been critical about this, the whole hands and stuff like this, and it goes back to you know now you've got blades, if you will, um, because we don't have melee. I've always sort of taken the aspect of why even have those in there per se, um, but you know it's being translated. I've, I've been I've been fine with the hands because you know that's what I, I I I've always mechs certain mechs have always had hands. I had no problem. Well, with them I guess from the like a be used. yeah from a from a like a playability standpoint or or a usability. But um, for me, it's more of a lore issue and and you know whatever. But uh, I'm looking forward to the assassin. I think and the bushwhacker just because the assassin. The ECM variants that there are, uh, uh, three energy on the 27, and then the Dark Death as well with uh, energy, missile, and um, ballistic as well. So uh, I think those will probably be just being annoying, like a Cicado with smaller profile, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I just was checking out BattletechGear.com again, and more <laughs> sales, more sales happening. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, let's uh, let's kind of wrap this up. Um, again, uh, you know, happy holidays to everybody out there. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you guys out in the battlefield, uh, be able to get a, give away some stuff to you guys uh, throughout the upcoming weeks um, into 2017. Um, but if we don't see you, um, happy holidays, whatever you celebrate, as well as happy new year. And hopefully 2017 will be a, a much better year for many of us. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, I just want to say uh, thank you guys so much for your support over the years. And of course, over the 2016, you guys have been fantastic uh, on a personal level. And of course, towards like the community. Thank you guys for just being awesome individuals. Um, and, uh, you know, it really does mean a lot. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to 2017. Uh, as Darren said earlier, we're going to try to inject a little bit of uh, life into this or that, but uh, we also have to be realistic. Uh, and, uh, you know, so we'll, we'll do We our have best. lives, we have families, whatever. But yeah, I mean, we're going to, what he was referring to is injecting life into NGNG more than 2016. And we will. We're going to do our best to do that. Obviously, we're going to have another game to stream uh, with Battletech. God, I can't wait. Um, but whether, you know, that becomes a way that we can interact, uh, you know, in a different way, or maybe Phil and I will play some Mega Mech again. Maybe we'll play with some of you guys out there and we can get some uh, Bombadils, Bombardiers versus uh, Sean Lang's, uh, I don't know, whatever. Um, the Slaginators. <laughs> the Slaginators. The, the, but anyway, yeah, uh, we will have a good time and, and hopefully... Um, you know, get to interact with you guys a lot more in the coming year. Speaking of which, but, that's mm-hmm. actually going to be uh, one of the perks 
or subs and or patrons, by the way, uh, you will your name will be in at least my playthrough uh, when I'm playing BattleTech. So that's one thing. You may die. Just saying, it may happen. <laughs> Are you going to name the characters like uh, people do with XCOM or whatever? Yeah, no, that, like the, so. Zoof will be one of my mech warriors, uh, and then until he dies, and then nice. uh, he'll be replaced. And you know, because I mean, and robot I'll be one of your mech warriors and never die. <laughs> robots always die. Like that's that's always what's gonna happen. Robots always die. Can you uh, can you hit up whatever subs we've gotten since we last thanked everybody? Uh, yeah, we've got. Uh, let's see. Fr- I saw Lathamir. Frakan. Frakan yeah, actually Frakan. joined my unit last uh, night. Um, right on. Well, for Khan, thank you for your support and uh, good luck with Phil's unit. And of course, uh, Lathamir, Lathbot. Thank you, John, for your continued yep. support. Um, Indeed. And we've got uh, Graluk. And he subbed yesterday. We were having some issues with uh, um, Streamlabs, technically, Twitch alerts, whatever it's called. But uh, yeah, um, also, too, quick shout out to uh, Zoof for helping me get some uh, updated uh, alerts. And uh, we're going to be working on uh, more of those. Uh, I did reach out to Ken, aka Plexi, on some interesting bits idea for when people throw some bits at us. Oh, right, right. I think you guys like it, but uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you guys so much for your support. Whether uh, a big thank you to go ahead. I was going to say whether you're here every single day and you lurk because we actually have a lot of lurkers. I've I've came to the, that. Oh, of course, awareness. I'm a lurker, dude. You, you, there's so many. In and, fact, I'll, I'll say this right out, right off the bat. If there's any streamers out there who have things in their channels that basically announce when somebody yeah, comes into a channel, that's sneaky. Um, lurkers don't like that, and will sometimes avoid your channel if you do that. So maybe you know a little something to uh, to to encourage lurkers into your channel. But yeah, we love all you lurkers. I like Obviously, being able to watch you without your knowledge. Yeah, exactly. It's like uh, you know the 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 creepy uncle or whatever, but. Um, anyway, a big thank you to Jordan Wiseman again for coming out. You know, we 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 talk to Jordan Wiseman on a regular basis, Phil. That's <laughs> that's a thing. More fangirling out, but uh, anyway, big thank you to Jordan Wiseman as well as uh, Mitch and Mike and everybody at Hairbrained. Uh, it was great to meet those people in person. Um, be sure to check them out, BattletechGame.com. Um, you know, the 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 backers beta will be happening very soon. It's just right around the corner. Um, as well as be sure to check them out on Hyper RPG, the tabletop Tyler runs over there, and Hyper RPG is expanding. So more good content coming from those guys. Um, and be sure to check out uh, BattletechGear.com. You know, vote. Yes, you're gonna be able to like when you move up there to Van. Know, dude. You're gonna be able you to did. drive down, dude. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be left here in North. This is bullshit. <laughs> I am going. It is. It is a life goal of mine. Bullshit. Or I should say bucket list to get in on one of uh, Randall Bullshit. Bill's tabletop games. I am going to get in on a Randall Bill's Battletech tabletop. I will be able to check that off my bucket list. Bullshit. Bullshit. That's... If you're, it's if bullshit. You start hey, you're like the one showing that bought a house, dude. I, I'm just saying, I'm saying. You know, you said you were only going to cosplay once. I, expe- <laughs> I, I realize that you may have sort of lied because Maybe. if you ever make it down there, I better cosplay. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, we'll you see. better be in character too. Like, yeah, the yeah. grumpy old uh, Merc drinking coffee, 
Yep. Or is it whiskey? Never know. It's in the flask. I don't know. But uh, anyways, guys, again, just as we wrap up here, uh, head over to BattletechGear.com. And of course, you can still back that as well. Um, I know we did. And uh, looking forward to being able to uh, play it whenever the uh, the closed beta Can't happens. Can't effing wait. Yep. We'll, uh, we'll keep you guys updated on that. But uh, just want to say thank you again for uh, all of your guys' support. Uh, it just Yeah. It means the world we to us. We love you. And we do it for you guys uh, because you guys are so damn awesome. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be it. Um, I will be streaming over the holiday New Year's as far as in and out. So just pay attention. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all the things. All that information is down below. And, of course, if you do want to support us here, there's a few ways you can do it. All you got to do is click on that follow button. If you've already clicked on that follow button, uh, well, that's as far as you have to go but if you want to go further you can we've got a sub button down below you get access to emoticons slow-mo doesn't affect you during town halls a lot of people actually don't know that uh we actually usually put like a 60 second i you tell it fuck off uh it doesn't matter um and of course if you want to become a patron as well all that information is down below we will be updating that information for those rewards and sort of stuff like that as soon as possible i've got to do some it's New Year's Research. resolution. It'll happen. Uh, but we have a pretty good grasp as far as uh, what we want to do. It's already on paper, all that. And of course, uh, just a quick heads up to if you yes. want to become a sub and you already have Amazon Prime, whether it's monthly or yearly, you can become a sub for absolutely free. It's called Twitch Prime. I'm going to go ahead and link this just so you guys have it. Uh, you link your Twitch account with your Amazon Prime account, and one that nets you uh, no ads on Twitch, which is fan-fucking-tastic, because I hate ads. Two, you can sub to a channel of your choosing, NGNGTV, um, and it doesn't add anything to your cost. That's, that's all the positive. Now, there is one drawback, which is you have to manually update that every 30 days, but it will tell you um it's actually super i did it earlier because i subbed to trainsy um up in the top right i just clicked it said resub using the free thing clicked yes and then i could just share He's my free sub as well and bam so trainsy love um also uh to point out for those of you that are subbing and have been subbing for a long time part of what we're working on is some uh, well, we won't go into detail, but some goodies giving back to the people that are giving to us, basically. And so that is something that we'll be announcing and getting into more detail. Uh, Darius Quinn said, uh, just real quick before we end this, um, they need to get the two of you on DFA as op four or something like that. Um, actually, that's something I've wanted to do for a long time. I'd love for Phil and I to head up to Seattle and get on DFA and, and play the bad guys and get our asses kicked by that crew or whatever. So hopefully... We'll make that happen in 2017. That would be awesome. It would. One. Guys, did it's you, been a pleasure. It's been fun. Did you already do that part? Uh, sort of all the stream. Yeah, Pretty I much, so. right? Yeah. I mean. All right, guys. Be sure to check out our website at nogutsnogalaxy.net. Check us out on Twitch, NGNGTV, but you already know that because you're here on YouTube at nogutsnogalaxy.tv, Twitter at nogutsnogalaxy, Facebook at nogutsnogalaxy podcast, SoundCloud at nogutsnogalaxy, and for all the latest and greatest in mech porn t-shirts, be sure to check out no guts, no galaxy store.com. But first I'm going to say this 
before you spend any money on no guts no galaxy store.com which is appreciated and pretty much just goes back into providing new designs for you guys uh go spend your money on battletechgear.com first yep um we we need to get those numbers up we want to make sure all these pre-orders happen so maybe make no guts no galaxy store.com something for later in january we want to support uh battletechgear.com as much as by the way we are not getting paid to say that just at all no that's this us. Is, I'm saying this purely. <laughs> this is a selfish motive. I want to see more official gear, more official BattleTech gear. I want to see more resin statues. I want to see some uh, much high quality T-shirts with mechs on them, designs, etc. I know everything that they're going to make is going to be awesome. Well, so I want to see and more. We I want to see these goals achieved and and beyond. We did our thing because there was nothing. Yes. Right? And now that and now there are something. things, so yeah. Absolutely. That. All right, All guys. Right, let's wrap this up. This was your local No Guts, No Galaxy Mechwear podcast signing off for tonight. This is Phil. And this is Darren. Until next time, Mech Warriors.